self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we We are are conversation Conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful episode i'm back bitches Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're back i'm back i had why they bitches though I mean, bitch in the in the friendly term. You know, girl, bitch, bitch. Let me tell you what happened, bitch. That's how I mean, bitch. Bitch for men is like nigga for white people. I mean, like we can't use it like that. Y'all can't use it. No. Oh yeah, y'all can't. We can say it. It's just like the Ken Peel skit. We can say it amongst each other quietly, bitch. the same way white people say, <laughs> you know, racist white people say nigga, or even, you know, a lot of kids use nigga today. Yeah, because black kids, like younger kids, don't get upset about it. They just let their white friends do it. So they don't know that they can't because they're not being told that they can't. So, yeah. I got some people I need to talk to about that. Yeah. It's because it's because they have black friends that are like completely fine with it and allow it. And so they think it's all right because they don't have nobody telling them they can't do it. But I am female, so I can say bitch. And I mean, and say bitch in like a friendly way. So, I mean, bitches is in y'all are my friends, not bitches is in y'all ain't shit. There's a subtle difference. But some of them ain't shit. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, in this in this particular instance, they're, they're shit because I don't know they ain't shit. So. Benefit of the doubt. Yep. By default. Yep. Y'all are wonderful by default. Yeah. Until you show us that you're not. <laughs> All right. Well, look, the website is gone. Okay. <laughs> So come find me on Twitter or Instagram <laughs> at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Uh, also, we're still doing a list of little portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to send, you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversation card artist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, conversation card artist, and send it to us in a message there. Uh, or you could tweet it to us if you like. Just remember that, you know, those other options are going to be a lot more public. So, like, if it's some shit you don't want people to know, it might get ugly. Uh, mm-hmm. We have two questions from Mike this week. Uh, one of the questions I blame Cole Jackson for, you know, you know how you ask somebody to do you a favor because you sick, you know, you down, you, you got the flu and shit, you feel horrible. So you ask one of your friends to do you a favor and they do you the favor, but then talk shit about you while they're doing you the favor. So one of the questions is because of Cole Jackson, but we'll get to that one. The first one. Uh, he says, hello again. Sorry to spam so much. I find it difficult to answer a question in 10 words or less. Two things. I'm aware, though, it's uh, been a year since the American 2016 election today. So he sent this on November the 8th. Um, uh, I, and wonder what your thoughts on how things have gone since episode 55, where you predicted what a Trump or Hillary win would look like. From the UK, we get news on the various fuck-ups of his orange highness and the awful disrespectful things that he and his administration say. I wanted to ask what it has felt like as citizens. Have you seen a societal shift outside of the evening news and has it been as bad as you initially feared? Uh, yeah, this this is kind of what I thought was going to happen, that he was going to be completely incapable of doing the job that he was I elected to do um that he, he, i mean he's doing it no is he mm-hmm. he's doing it horribly though eh. what do you mean yeah subjective no who subjective <laughs> by whose standards 
I, this is not subjective because have you seen his um his uh rating his approval rating among the citizens it's the lowest mm-hmm. and his he has historical lows as far as his approval rating is going so i don't think it's subjective i think he's doing a shit job i think most people feel that way his rating show that uh i think that he is a toddler um and he behaves like a toddler he gets upset and instead of ta- throwing stuff and throwing tantrums he throws his tantrums on twitter and he does this on a daily basis um i'm not surprised that we have this whole russia investigation where all this collusion is being shown to have happened with people in his party or his uh cabinet uh this is exactly what i mean I, i'm not no yeah i i would say this is what I thought was going to happen. You know, I didn't know specifically what it was going to look like, but I knew it was going to be some fuck shit. Um, and the fact that he says that, you know, he's in the UK and they're looking at all of these fuck ups and, and they see how horrific it looks. And that, that is very, it, I, he's not the only person that I've seen from outside of the US that's looking on this situation and being like, shit, this is terrible. Feel sorry for you guys. <laughs> What the reason I say subjective is because to his political base and to um far right wing conservatives, um the cabinet that he has are out to fulfill his agenda. He has the House and the Senate, um he has But even his own judges that he's voted in. His party members are even starting to turn on him though and say like fuck up shit about him. Like that's why I say like it's not just it's not just the citizens. He has people in his own part. Um, McCain said something just this morning. McCain about, always been the road, yeah, road conservative. <laughs> well, but other like the was pissed me well, off. Bob Corker, yeah, and Jeff Flake. Everybody that's stepping down, yeah, is everybody. Shit. No, not only that, but they're stepping down because they can't win now, and the reason they can't win is because they're up against more conservative conservatives like that's what's happening like that's what gerrymandering does you know what gerrymandering mm-hmm. is yeah it's basically people get to draw their own districts mm-hmm. you can draw your own districts and the only specification you have is that you have to have a certain amount of number of people in those districts mm-hmm. so if you look at like gender gerrymandered lines they would draw out all of these little districts and cut out all the ghettos cut out all the hoods and just oh, have yeah. the environments that they think will vote for them mm-hmm. but that if you create an entire conservative district, what happens is instead of having a Republican and a, uh, and a Democrat running against one another because it's represented in that whole line, you have a Republican and an extremely conservative Republican, Republican running against because you. you've isolated out all of the you I, you pretty much knocked out your actual opposition. Mm-hmm. So you've had to create more opposition. So in order to win, you either have to lie. Or um, you have to change your values so deeply uh, to just please the base. And from my perspective, that is the worst thing that has happened since Trump's presidency. Trump, to me, the president has always been a puppet. Don't really make a difference. The Senate and the House and the people who've been there for all them 30 and 40 years, they the ones that's making a lot of decisions. What Trump is doing is Trump is, he's emboldened a lot of people that have negative ideals and thoughts in our society. But the biggest thing he's done is he's shown Republicans that if you cater to just your base and not your values, then you can win. And that's what's happened in our society. But see, right now, 
going along with that disapproval rating, the things that they're trying to do are challenging the base. And that's why a lot of these Republicans ain't doing what Trump wants them to do. Yeah. Because the base is saying, hey, I'm going to lose health care. You know? Or um, what else didn't happen? Well, the... Or Mexico ain't going to pay for this wall, like you said. Like, they are looking and saying, he ain't really doing what he's saying, but... Who the he fuck still have thought a very they were going to pay for this? Like, that just shows me how stupid that you are, that you ever thought that that was going to happen. But I don't think, I think he's a mouthpiece for here in the States, but abroad, he is not. He is instigating shit with Kim. Um, he is who people see on the outside of the U.S. Like, he he's the one that determines what our perception is on outside of the country in the country yes he's a mouth he's just a mouthpiece outside of the country i feel like he holds a lot more standing with people seeing how things are going here um because he all over the news with all of this fuck shit he doing so other countries look at that and see that shit is fucked up here based on him and his well, tweeting and his saying all of this bullshit when he on in asia or when he is doing all of this traveling and saying this, this this stupid shit when he is among these foreigners. Well, I don't think that Trump acting how he's acting is going to change how people feel about America. I think people have long held what their opinions about America are. That ain't going to change between President Obama and whoever come next. It's not going to change. I mean, now, what he can do is, is he can... We've erased some in. deals yeah. that we've had. He can uh, communicate with rogue leaders and befriend others. Like, there are things he can do that can cause us direct conflict, but these are going to get resolved, as, you know, when we get back into another Republican or Democrat. They're going to re erase whatever Trump is doing. We got to make it there first. <laughs> what you think going to happen? Uh, North Korea gonna come over and, and do some fuck shit that's going to... Are we in Alabama? It don't matter. I mean, I care about the other people. Yeah, we're in Alabama, so we will not be directly impacted, but it'll be the same shit like it was with 9-11. It won't be us, but it'll be the country as a whole. And when shit like that happens, we will get impacted by it. They won't blow up shit here, but look when all them hurricanes happen. How, you see what gas prices was during that fucking time? Like, we will be impacted. We won't actually get blown up, but we will feel, we'll feel something from the, we'll have, like, the effects of it. So, that's my concern. Because he's still calling this nigga Rocket Man and shit. Like, because oh. he's a child. And Kim is a child. These are two little toddlers fighting in the sandbox who have access to, like, do some fuck shit. <laughs> so... They're both toddlers. They're both little people with, they got the Napoleon complex. I just think it's just going to be this, what it, what's going on right now. I don't think it's going to change. I mean, they, they fucking flirting. That's all they doing. Like, what does the one, they keep, they're going to keep calling each other names. They're going to keep being disrespectful to each other. What does the other one have to do for a war to happen? I don't if know. this is what, if this is the max that they're willing to do right now. I don't know. I don't want to fucking find out, though. That's the thing. <laughs> well, I don't believe it's going to happen. You I do. So. I do. I mean. I don't. I mean, at this point, consider, you know, I I didn't think that he was going to get elected. I was fearful that he would, but I was really hopeful that he wouldn't. After that shit, after they, uh, the American people actually elected him in, eh, I don't really have faith that shit's going to go well. 
because it hadn't gone well since November the 8th of last year. Um, So nothing that he's done so far makes me feel like this is going to get any better. And we still have another, you know, three years to get through of him doing this shit. So I'm not optimistic. My optimism went away when he was elected. It really did because, you know, you're right. His base is still, it don't matter what he do, they still support him regardless like he he does have a low approval rating but it's low not non-existent because there are still people who make excuses for the things that he's done that they're there that far in denial that it's the news making him look bad or it's it's you know people not standing by him like they're supposed to that's making him look bad like they don't blame him which is amazing to me and equally scary so well, he here now. Yeah. I you know, mean. so I just think that he's just another puppet. He's just more unpredictable than all the other puppets have been uh, in the presidency. No, Which, I think that the president used to be more powerful than he is now. I mean, they've, they've, our country has come to limit the power of the executive branch of government through the ju- judicial branch and through the legislative branch. But at the end of the day, and nothing that Trump done changed my life directly um, right now. And this answer, this is answering the question. So in my day-to-day life, nothing is different, you know, how I operate. You know, I do – I'm a co-founder of an agency that works with Medicaid, which is state funding. So mm-hmm. at any point, you know, any alterations to, you know, state funding for that, that system could influence my business. Um but, you know, when I say that he's emboldened a lot of people with some negative ideals about society, he's made it a lot easier for people to say, build that wall. I just saw a YouTube video of uh, a bunch of uh, some teachers who had posted a video of the kids on the Spanish, on the Mexican t- American teacher's room. They built the wall. They, like, printed out paper with bricks on it and boarded up her door, her door with it. And uh, for the black teacher's classroom, they just was putting Trump in there and... Um, they they put Obama's picture on there with uh some stuff wrote on it. It's just overtly showing that somehow people feel like they won, and I think that that's the issue. Like politics has become so polarized. It's about winning and losing. Mm-hmm. It's not about representing a bunch of people because you got all of these Republicans out here who are trying their best to go along with Trump's will, even though they clearly don't agree with it, but. Is evidently so that they can continue to get reelected in their district. Ver- well, it's a battle with them. I was going to say. <laughs> it's a battle between getting reelected in their district versus doing stuff that is going to oppose their district mm-hmm. and that they don't want and they don't like. And so now you either have to go along with Trump so that Trump don't blackball you or you got to go home and talk to these constituents who ain't happy with what you are or are not doing. And most of the fighting is coming from the extra, the far right wing conservatives to the moderate conservatives to the uh, the Tea Partiers to the Freedom Caucus to all I mean all of these different groups in the Republicans just ain't agreeing on what, what Trump want to do. With the health care, it wasn't enough. You know, it wasn't enough changes. And then when you have the uh, tax, it still ain't enough changes, but they gonna probably keep trying to push it through anyway. Mm-hmm. And then they push it to the house, and the house had their own little version of the bit. Like, it's, it's too much, you know, but I'm not in a tax bracket that the tax 
think it's going to help. You know what the most disrespectful thing in that tax plan is? Teachers have not been getting as much money as they have been to buy supplies mm -hmm. for their schools. Oh, so yeah, if they that. buy supplies for their for their kids or anything for the schools, they are exactly. no longer tax deductible. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much it's out your pocket, mm -hmm. you know. So this is going to impact education because if I was a teacher, shit, I'm not paying for nothing now. Yeah, you know. Yep. So anyway, a year down the line, I'm sure to me it looked the same as it did. I mean, we clearly had our negative predispositions about what the president presidency would look like. And a lot of that was right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, ain't nothing really changed. I can still go and get Obamacare right now. You know, active yeah. open enrollment is going on. Yeah. People it is run. expensive. Yeah, it is. It is expensive. And like, even with our, you know, Mr. Burns looking ass governor not expanding Medicaid. Um, I've had some issues with that here recently with some, you know, cause we, you know, where I work, it's a nonprofit. And so we don't have psychiatrists. We don't have those things. And so when I have to send people for that shit, it's very difficult to find them the help that they need because they don't have access to the services that they need. You know, they have access to me, but I can only do so much. And so when they need a higher level of care, getting them to that higher level of care where they can, I can't tell you how many people like, that I've said, you know, go to the emergency room and I already owe the money. I already owe the hospital money. Like, I don't want to get another bill. And so they're just suffering and, and because they don't want to go and, and have another yet another bill added on. And it's just sad. It's, it's unfortunate where our priorities have gone. And at the end of the day, it's just showing us how many people out here still have those old ways of thinking in America where brown people are expendable and white people are not. Yeah. Does, do you see the, do you have the article for the BuzzFeed thing pulled up? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the second question that Michael had was because of Cole Jackson, because of him co-hosting the show last week. So I blame him for this. Uh, something way lighter to do with butts that I got reminded of when you uh, were talking about Tyrese Gibson's scrotum this week. So I saw this news story on BuzzFeed about how there are men out there who never clean their butts as they consider it uh, something that a man simply should not do. Baffled, I took to Facebook and sure enough, men crept out of the woodwork who didn't undertake what I personally consider to be basic hygiene daily requirements. Uh, in the spirit of A, butts, and B, Cole Jackson's request to raise subjects Red may be uncomfortable with, what are your views on this bizarre and terrifying phenomenon? Have either of you encountered men like this? And then he, he attached the um, BuzzFeed article that he, he got this from. That's disgusting. <laughs> now, well, to give y'all a gist of how this is, let me read the first complaint that this woman had on BuzzFeed okay so my husband is turning me off well not my husband clearly I'm reading this I'm not married <laughs> to a man nor am I in any way attracted to men I'm straight uh, so I'll start over with the fact that this is me reading from somebody else's situation okay so my husband is turning me off we've been married two months what should I do his feet stink his shoes smell up the room 
Also, he wears white briefs. When I was washing the clothes, the whole seat of his underwear had brown stains in them. It made me sick. Then once when I was riding him, then after we were done and he got up, there was a brown streak where his no, ass had been on the bed. it was not. So I finally got some personal cleansing cloths and put them on top of the toilet. He never touched them. Oh, yeah. And one time I went in the restroom and it smelled like whole ass. I kept trying to figure out where the smell was coming from. I saw wet tissue in the trash with brown crumbs all over it. Why the <laughs> hell didn't he flush that tissue down the toilet? I finally mentioned the personal cleaning cloths. He got pissed and screamed in my face. He told me that a real man doesn't go between his cheeks or spread them open for anything. Men do not spread their cheeks to wipe or clean. Nothing goes between them. What needs to happen here? Suggestions, advice, no bashing. Divorce. Divorce so, needs to happen, ma'am. Now, subsequently from this post, a whole bunch of women and men started posting about either why their men ain't washing themselves or why them as men aren't washing themselves. That? is fucking disgusting let me tell you something man that you may not recognize or realize when you are a baby and you shit your diaper i can guarantee you that your mom went and got a baby wipe and wiped between your fucking ass cheeks nigga that happens because it needs to happen because otherwise it's disgusting do you know what shit is comprised of it is waste from your body you are letting waste just sit between your ass cheeks because it's manly that's manly is that what masculinity is these days shit between your ass cheeks the fuck out of here i wish i would have somebody leave a shit stain on my bed no absolutely fucking not that is disgusting it is ridiculous you just nasty. You're just nasty. What if it's on his bed? I don't give a fuck. If I see shit stains, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm sorry. I'm no. Nope. Because guess what? If we continue to date and get married, it's gonna one day be my fucking bed. <laughs> it will never be my bed. Nope. The fuck kind of sense does that make? That's disgusting. Let me tell you something. I, you know, I have said many times on the show, you know, my ass is off limits. I am, I don't get ass eating. I don't get anal sex. I don't get any of that because I feel like it's an exit only. So I get it. I get protecting your butt cheeks. But there is no reason why the protection of your butt cheeks needs to extend to you, motherfucker. Like, you, how, how much do you think it takes for you to wipe your ass? Like, that, you know, that, that doesn't make any sense. It's just nasty. And to answer his question, no, I have never encountered this. And I hope to God I never do. I don't have the personality to just be like writing in to fucking BuzzFeed or whatever and asking what the fuck I should do. I'm going to have already gotten a divorce. Like it ain't even going to be no shit where I'm asking people because it's just too gross. It's gross. It's gross. No. Just no. I just, you know, and I already, like, I've never understood. I grew up with three brothers, okay? You know, I grew up with three boys that went through puberty. I went through puberty. And I could never understand why the fuck their room smelled like ass all the time. Like, because I get it. Your body goes through changes. My room never smelled like that. Like, why? I don't understand why dudes are so fucking gross. 
Like, I don't, I just don't get it. It's I don't you're understand. A lady. What does that mean? What do you mean? What did that mean? As a human, you should want to wash your fucking ass. Wash your balls. Wash your feet. You should do those things because you're a human. When you're talking about teenagers, that is a different situation. I mean, when I but, say you're a lady, what I mean is that over the course of our history, the women who smelt musty, <laughs> they didn't get courted. <laughs> Let's just put it more simple. The women who smelt like nothing did. And so the ones that procreated procreated with the men and the men because they were the hunter gatherers they have always been okay more musty but guess what okay cavemen who did not have access to soap and shit because it hadn't been invented okay all right there is no excuse in 2017 why you should be smelling like ass at any point when you come home from work the first thing that you need to do is jump the fuck in the shower and wash your body well what i'm saying when it comes to teenagers is that males by default are going to have more pungent bo naturally well wash it though is what i'm saying my brother's like their room just smelled horrible like to the point where you didn't even want to fucking go in there because it's like nigga what are y'all in here doing like it's disgusting what is wrong with y'all i don't understand like their room but but what i'm trying to discern is the difference between men that are nasty and the naturally occurring heavier body odors that men will have over women and put it like this if i get out of the shower mm -hmm. and i don't put on deodorant mm -hmm. i will be mustier than you if you don't put on deodorant <laughs> in those that same circumstance yes just because my bo is going to come out mm -hmm. now which is why you should put on deodorant but that's what i'm saying <laughs> is when you're talking about young young adults it's a difference when you're talking about older adults then you need to be but, more responsible in that. But, okay, regard. so but what I'm saying is, what I don't understand. Nobody ever had to like sit me down. Like nobody had to be like, you stink. You need to take like it. It naturally, I just wanted to smell nice, and nice did not constitute putting a bunch of perfume on. It just constituted not being musty. My brothers did not have the same. They'll go out and play basketball and come rolling around on the couches and shit, smelling like funk. Why wouldn't you go take a well, shower? Well, let's not downplay the context of our society where women are expected to have this certain level of upkeep and men are not well i mean that's what i'm saying at what point in our history are y'all gonna realize that you need to have some similar upkeep i'm not telling you to go get your nails done and get your hair done and get pedicures and shit wash your balls i mean that's literally all i'm saying is that grown men teenage boys Wash your balls. Like, it's really that simple. Like, it could take care of so much stuff. If When you go play basketball and you come at home, go get in the shower and wash your balls. It's simple. Ain't nobody telling you to get all cologne up. Ain't nobody telling you to use all of these, these different lotions to make your skin soft. Wash your balls. That's it. That's all you have to do. I don't understand. It's gross. You're acting like that's like a mass issue with men. It is it is with teenage boys across the board. I, I have parents have coming in all the time. Have you dated men that have had questionable hygiene? No. I ain't finna date no man. No. You, no. Don't, you can't find that out day one anyway. 
Nobody that I've dated long enough to find that out has had no bad hygiene. I'll say that. So you don't have a large template of personal experience with that outside of your brothers? No. But, like I said, moms that come in, I get a lot of teenage boys, especially the ones that um, the parents are trying to get chins petitioned and being made to bring them in. But one of the complaints is the same shit that my brothers did. They're just gross. they just dirty for no reason. Just nasty. I mean, and their rooms smell like ass. Well, a big part of that come from come from society. That that whole boys are easier, girls are not dialogue as it pertains to a lot of you know people have that. Yeah, they do. And then the you know you can when you ask them why you can just let boys run wild and you know girls you got like all of that has played into a society in which it's supposed to be okay for men to just run wild, be men, be musty and you know just be out here like that I'm and stay on top of my sons if i ever have any you wash your ass don't go don't think you're gonna sit on my fucking couch after you've been out here playing basketball with your little nappy head friends if you don't go in there and wash your ass don't sit on my couch you're not gonna fuck up my couch not gonna happen i have to sit on that couch and i'm not gonna sit on that couch after you didn't sat on the couch with your musty balls go wash your ass now <laughs> Like I'm not dealing with it. I'm not. I'm not gonna be hit with a pungent odor every time I open your fucking room because you got all of this shit in here that you hand washed. I don't want to. No, no funk. We're not doing it. It's disgusting. We're not doing it. It's gross. Well, a major context of that um, that article and this whole dialogue is that a lot of men felt like it was very close to making them feel homosexual when they to wipe your ass like do you know how ridiculous that is you like (laughs) wiping your ass takes like 2.5 seconds it's a swipe that's it couple of swipes depending on what the fuck you got going on (laughs) you gotta swipe up then you gotta swipe down then you gotta get a last minute swipe And then you got to push your butthole out just to get a last minute check check swipe check and then if that check come out dirty, then you got to have at least two more swipes. But the the other side of that is walking around with shitty drawers on. Because your drawers at some point rubbed in between your ass crack and now you sitting in shit. How is that better? What Listen, the fuck? We are clearly not talking about the cream of the crop individuals in society uh, right here, okay? We are like, clearly... Even re- and I know, I know society has made it where men are really i won't say homophobic but they do not want to be associated with no type of gay shit at all because they are fearful that that's somehow gonna make them seem gay or whatever the fuck how did this cross over into not wiping your ass you it's it's a it's a, a, a a thing of cleaning it's not about enjoyment it's not fun to wipe your ass it's not not fun it's just it's what you do you wipe your ass when you take a shower, you clean your ass. That's just what you do. Because it gets dirty. That's what you're supposed to do. Like, I don't understand how that crossed over into it's too close to some gay shit. What? What? How? What are you talking? That's crazy. That don't make any sense. It's gross. That's gross. Anybody that I ever date that is having uh, skid marks in their jaws, it's not gonna work i can't that's it's disgusting you're you've basically just been sitting in shit all day is what you that's what that tells me 
from the time that you took that shit that your drawers touched and and had these skid marks your nasty butt has just been sitting in that it's disgusting i can't i'm sorry no no it's gross it's ridiculous homophobic is the right word but to that extent why not like i said this is just a small group of men who are extreme on the homophobia scale to the point that they are not willing to wipe their own tails for the sake of not feeling like they are infringing upon themselves. Ain't nobody telling you to stay back there for 30 minutes. Just make make sure your butt's clean. (laughs) Well, clearly ain't nobody told them anything. Like, the big issue is these enablers. Why would you marry a man that you know had this? That I don't understand. Why that. would you like? Why do you have this story to tell? I don't understand that at all. Because like, was it not like that before you got married, and then he let himself go once y'all got married? I mean, it must have been because she said they only been married for two months. At the point that this is this, should, you should have posted this on the first day. Then, like, how long have y'all been together? Like, and how many of these women are still dating these men? Like, what are the oh. What attributes do they have that outweigh the fact that he's stinking out here? There is none. There is none. None. Because, you know, money, I'm not going to be sniffing you for this. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, Penis size. Your penis is probably dirty, too. No thanks. No thanks. Your balls dirt. No. Just, I'm good. No, thank you. There is no attribute that would over that would compensate for for this shit. No, not that I can think of. I don't give a fuck what you got going on. It's disgusting. No. Maybe he rich. That means that you got plenty of money to buy soap and wash your ass, sir. You missing the point, ma'am. It ain't about having soap. It's about not wanting to wash his booty. Well, you know, I'm not. No amount of money can make me lay down with some mustache nigga. Sorry. No. You need to smell nice. And smell nice again don't mean you have to smell like cologne. You just don't need to be musty. Like it really isn't even like we asking for you to go and, and have this long drawn out showering um, process. Just don't be musty. Don't be stinky. Like it's literally, that's all it is. It's so simple. So simple. It's uh. And, you know, I don't, I like for a woman to smell good, but if she were musty and I knew it was like, because must is natural still, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. Must is natural. It's not a pleasant It's not a fragrance, pleasant but it won't bother me if, as much as if she smelled like ass. <laughs> like if she smelled like doo-doo, then we got a problem. You know, but must is natural. Like I can accept that. Like I can't even accept must. That's I had a uh, in junior high. Wait a minute, no. Wait a minute. Ninth grade. I was in high school. Couldn't have been in the ninth grade. It had to be the tenth grade. I took my shower in the morning. I always take my showers in the morning. I don't do night showers. Some people do night showers and morning showers, and I'm like, why? Because I only do night showers. Yeah, I don't understand why you would do a night shower and a morning shower. Like, what Maybe, happened well, in your dreams? If you, some people have night sweat. Some people sweat really bad when they sleep. So That's, that I guess, the only time it, that makes sense to me. But you know, your levels of cleanliness are up to you. Yeah. But I took my shower in the morning. I went to school, and this is one of two instances. 
The first one, they had different instances, but the first one I didn't put on any deodorant. Okay. And I knew that it was coming. Because you know, like, if you don't put, like, the natural inclination of your armpits is to create, you know, must, whatever it's for. I don't know why it's for that or why that happens, but that's what it's for. You, you're going to get musty if you don't put something down there to protect it. Yes. And I went through the whole day. And, and, and it's a progression. It starts off with you don't smell it. Then, because deodorant is kind of like oily and greasy, it kind of blocks that. So you can feel the de- you can feel when deodorant is there, and you feel when it's not there mm-hmm. because you start to feel sweat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my goodness! So I got like I went to the bathroom to get like paper towels so that when my armpits start sweating, I like damp damping my. <laughs> it's the progression now. Now you don't quite smell it, but you feel it. Then you kind of start smelling it. Now what you don't know. Is how much of that odor you smell that you just can smell it versus if other people can smell it. Yeah, at the point that you can smell it, you don't know how far it's really going out. You got to wait until people say something to know whether they smell you. And I went through the whole day with nobody even saying anything about me being musty. But football practice was after school. And I knew the whole day I was going to get roasted at football practice. And I did. <laughs> they were like, at first they were like, Somebody smell like they got whoppers under their arms. <laughs> That's how it started. And then they started their investigation. And it led to me. But, you know, it wasn't anything that gave me a, a nickname that I was going to have forever or <laughs> ever going to make people think negatively about me. It just wasn't no big deal. It's always somebody must have football practice or somebody that didn't bring no shirt and had to wear this shirt that was in the bottom of their locker at football practice. So, I mean, that, that wasn't no big deal. The other time I forgot to put on lotion. We'll tell that story later. But I feel I know you say you feel like your musty would be worse, but I we had an incident at our school with this girl. I don't know what was going on with her. Let me just say that. Cause I don't know. I don't know what, what kind of issues she might have been having. Everywhere that she went in the school smelled like fish. It was terrible. And so all day long people were like talking shit about her and I felt bad for her because, you know. I don't know exactly what was going on with her, but to me, that's worse than any musty smell. Like it's, it's really terrible. Bad vagina. Yeah. Smell. Yeah. That's kind of gross. I mean, it is, but I mean, different, different women have different odors. Yeah, but it should never be like. I mean, oh yeah, it definitely shouldn't be that bad. <laughs> but like, if Lil Wayne and his songs will lead you to believe that it should smell like water, it shouldn't smell oh, like no, water. That's, no, everybody has you know, a natural. Everybody scent. have a natural sense. Yeah. So I mean, but if you go in there with smelling like fish, you gotta, you got a problem. It was, it was, it was pretty terrible. Like salmon or tilapia. Nigga, does it matter? Yes. I don't know. Fish. Salmon is a bolder fish. It has a bolder <laughs> fragrance than tilapia. It's a mile. I did not try to place the type of fish. I just knew it. she stunk and I tried to stay away from her. I'm just saying on a scale, on a scale of flounder to grouper. Oh my god. Grouper is bad. Okay? <laughs> I just wanna let you know. Flounder I, ain't great. If you're know. a human, if you're a flounder is perfectly fine. <laughs> but if you're a human, flounder ain't great. But you need to know whether you're dealing with a flounder. Or a grouper out here. I don't remember. Or I a just, snapper. It was just bad the whole day from the time she got to school. And it was horrible. And people like, 
were so mean to her. Um, but it was terrible. Like being in a classroom with her was fucking all. I think the actually I don't think she. I think they sent her home. It was bad. Like everybody noticed it. Like I think she eventually got sent home. I don't even think she stayed the full day. It's fucking terrible. Like <laughs> you should look her up on Facebook. I bet she a model. No, I'm friends with her on Facebook, and she's not. She she's was not never. She wasn't attractive either, oh. so that didn't help. So she smelled like fish and looked like fish. Actually, yeah, kind of. Mm. Kind of had fish up. mouth. It was terrible. So yeah, so then that didn't. I feel like if she had been attractive, they might have. Not, they still would have talked about her, but it wouldn't have been to the extent that it was. She wasn't attractive. She wasn't one of the popular girls, and so they really like went to town on her. It was bad. She never came to school smelling like fish again, though. <laughs> she took care of whatever the fuck was going on. So Febreze. What? Febreze. Febreze was not a thing at that time. Well, Febreze ain't number regular air freshener anyway. Yeah. They try to make it seem like if you sit in a room with fish and they spray Febreze on it that you don't smell the fish no more. No, that's bullshit. No. Yeah, that ain't true. No, I just not. don't believe that's true. I ain't never tried it out, but I just don't believe that it that Mm-mm. no. Um, before we end, those were the only two letters that we got um, from Mike. But I also wanted to talk about an instance that happened to me this week as a, a cautionary tale for anybody that is online dating. So this Spanish and black dude had, you know, I've been in Birmingham since 2014, I think. Spanish and black. Yeah. What from Spain. So he said. What's that called? I don't know. Spanish and black. He's just Spanish and black. He's from Spain, so yeah. Somebody black came over there. I didn't even get that far to ask him. I oh, don't know. Okay, continue. So he found me on Plenty of Fish, like shortly after I got in the city, and he said he was a therapist. Um, he was into poetry, which I'm into poetry. If y'all didn't know, and all of these things, like he seemed, you know, he seemed he was polite. He he spoke intelligently you know it was good but something about him just i i just something was weird like i didn't know what it was what was it i let's pinpoint it i don't know something about i think maybe his pictures just something like a creeper yeah did i not show him to you Mm -mm. something about him just would not let me meet him like we would get we, we would have conversation and we would get to a point where he's like oh we should meet and i I would put that shit off um because just something wasn't right i don't know like and so this happened a couple of times like you know he would start asking me about meeting and then i would kind of like curve him and then some months would go by and then he would find me again and be like oh you're still on here you know blah 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 and then we would get to the point where we were gonna meet again and I'd still be like eh and so this happened a couple of times so this last time which was last week he contacted me again he's like oh you're still on here and blah 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 and I was like yeah um and so this time I'm like you know what Red you being ridiculous does he look like a creeper he looked like somebody who thinks highly of himself but shouldn't <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> he don't look like a creeper. His facial expressions are weird, though. I just, I, I, you know, 
so this last week when he was sending me these messages, you know, I was like, Red, you don't have a, re- a legitimate reason not to go out with this dude. Like, he, he, this has been ongoing for like three years at this point. Like, it's stupid. Like, he has not given you any real reason to not go at least meet him, right? So I'm at work and I'm like, you know, having this conversation with myself. And I show one of my coworkers the picture. And she was like, mm, no, I don't get good vibes from him either. And I was like, but what is it? Like, none of us could figure out what the fuck it was. So I, had, I have his whole name. So I looked him up on Facebook. And we didn't have any friends in common. But one of my coworkers had, like, eight friends in common with him. One of them being her hairstylist. And she just happened to be going to get her hair done that day. So when she left work to go get it done, I was like, well, if you think about it, just ask her, like, you know, just mention him and see what she says. So then that day, about 4 o'clock before I left work, I get a call on my cell phone from my coworker. And she was like, nope, abort mission. She was like, don't do it. And I was like, what? I was like, what did she say? So apparently... This nigga is not a therapist. He's never been to college. He's been in prison for scamming. When she met him, when the hairstylist met him, he was working at one of them little cell phone stores. Mm -hmm. She said he talked real rough to women, like he'll cuss you out. I guess she went out with him, and that's the experience that she had with him. And so I knew none of that. Again, never even talked to him on the phone. I would never even exchange numbers with him because – something just I don't know it just seemed off so I say all that to say if you are online dated get a first and last name I google every fucking body and it's probably because I watch too much ID channel but in this case it probably saved me either I I don't think he would have killed me but he might have like stole some shit I don't know um you know if you look you a google is your friend you can google search people and find a whole lot of shit and with him I don't even know what his real name is because what he told me his name is is Hurt. H-U-R-T. Like you hurt your leg. Mm -hmm. That's his name. And that's the name that he gave her. And that's the name that's on his Facebook profile. But when you look it up, you know how like if you you look me up, my Facebook and stuff don't pop up because I've been very careful about like attaching stuff to my government name but it will you know those websites that like give you people phone numbers yeah my name appears on there his name didn't appear on any of those so i don't think his actual first name is hurt i don't i think his last name might be right but i don't think that his first name is is hurt i just don't and i asked him you know i was like oh is that short for something (laughs) and he's like nope it's just hurt Said he didn't have any family members. And I was like, so you don't really just, you don't talk to them? Or like, he's like, I just don't have any family. Like, he said he had a 10-year-old son, and he has pictures of his son on Facebook. But he said outside of his son, he don't have any living family. Hmm. Which is possible. I mean, it happens. This nigga ain't the Punisher. But... (laughs) If you go to a family reunion and everybody dying, he the only survival. <laughs> that there are some people that don't have like mind close you, the family. Punisher, Punisher um, coming out in four days, so <laughs> she's gonna be fantastic. They don't. Some people don't have like close living relatives that they associate with. 
I mean, listen, by this point, I'm already suspicious of him. So for him, I was like, oh, that's bullshit. Like, I didn't believe it. But there are people that that happens to where they don't have, you know, if you're an only child and your mom might have been an only child or only had like one or two siblings as you get older, you will run out of family. (laughs) Like, it will happen. You know, I come from like a a fairly large family on both sides. So, like, I'm not going to probably ever run out of living relatives. But, you know, if my family was set up differently... Maybe. What if you actually? What if you find out that you're the first immortal? I wouldn't want to be that shit. Why everybody gonna die? Well, you can't help it though. You already you here now. Well, yeah. I, he ain't immortal. You just saw this nigga. He look. I mean, I don't know what an immortal looks like, but he just looked like a. No, he's definitely not immortal. <laughs> I'm just saying that's how you would end up with all your family. There behind. are other ways for you to end up without close okay, family. Immortal. The Punisher. <laughs> Uh, there are regular ways like i said if you if your mom was an only child and then she had you and you were an only child you don't got no aunts and uncles on your mom's side if you if you didn't know your dad or your dad wasn't involved or you didn't really connect with his family when your mom dies you would not have any family that you that you fuck with would you want to date somebody like that hell no i didn't believe this nigga from the jump but like if i met somebody like that no i wouldn't because who I, I can't you find out a lot of about people from like meeting their family and seeing how they interact with their family that's an aspect of to me for me that's an aspect of finding out whether or not this is somebody you want to spend time with because you know how they treat you in the beginning is of course gonna be good but like how they treat other people in their life is an indicative of where you might end up at so I can't see that's a whole slice of, of of who you are as a person I would never get to see if you didn't have no family like no I wouldn't want to date nobody like that um but yeah I just said that to say make sure that you if one women uh, I don't know if y'all have intuition or not you can you know speak to that but women intuition ain't real well why did I not go out with this guy because you are logical you have a degree in human behavior <laughs> and there were behaviors that he was portraying that made you weary of what he may have been saying. Know. So at that moment, you started building a case against this man. <laughs> That's what happens, okay? When you are when you are vigilant at understanding the person's behavior, every single word Every single communication, the time between it takes him to text back, <laughs> the night when he don't text you back at all, those you're building a case against this man. And you ain't had that much in that case, but you had enough to tell your friend, hey, if you go to your stylist tonight, go on ahead and talk to him. That is a series of deductions, logic, and and, and rational thought. Okay, women, then follow your deductions. If you get a feeling According to on point, it's based on some some deductions that you've made, whether or not you realize it or not. Listen to that shit. Don't go out. I, I, Cause listen, I I really had got to the point where I was like, I, this is kind of silly because I really don't have a reason to not meet him. He hadn't said anything offensive. He ain't sent me no dick pics. He ain't you know told me that he was a therapist and then wasn't able to. He was able to hold conversations about like shit. Like so, there was really nothing tangible i felt that i could say like normally like the dude that sent me the dick pic after we went to, to lunch i'm not gonna go out with you again you fucking crazy like no it was nothing like that so I, at this point i'm like well maybe i should just at least meet him like what's it gonna hurt to meet him 
you know. But I, when I involved other people and she knew somebody who knew him, and it, I mean, I was okay. You don't need to go out with him, type shit. So I would just say, just you know, you don't know who these people are and treat it as such. It's harder for men than it is for women. I'm sorry, that's backwards. It's harder for women than it is for men. I was gonna say what? <laughs> yeah, it's harder. Yeah. Because, you know, men, as we're seeing these days, are pulling their dick out in the hotel room and <laughs> masturbating into a plant. <laughs> and they want you to watch. Like, what? So, men are out here on that aggressive, manipulative, lying tip, mm-hmm. while women just trying not to be lied to. Yeah, pretty much. So, just be careful. I don't, you know, I just... You know, wanted to use that as a cautionary tale. Just kind of get to know these people. Like I said, I Google everybody. I get a first and a last name. If I can find you on Facebook. One, I want to see other pictures of you than what you put on. Because, you know, you got these catfish motherfuckers out here. So, part of it. And part of it, I want to verify the shit you done told me. If you telling me, you you know, you this or you that or you have this type of job. I want to know that that shit is true. (laughs) Listen, y'all, y'all don't. Don't undervalue the importance of asking people simple questions to see what kind of response you get because you can learn a lot about people. Like, ask them what their favorite candy bar is. What is your favorite candy bar? Tell you a lot about a person. I don't really have You stay away from people who say zero... Uh, York peppermint patties. York peppermint patties are good. What do you have against York peppermint patties? Yo, I don't want my chocolate and my mint together. But I, I like, either want chocolate or I want my breath to smell good. It's one of the two. I don't like chocolate. I like York peppermint patties because the mint is overpowering the chocolate to me. So I eat them. See, you you don't even count in this because you don't <laughs> even like chocolate. You like Three Musketeers, which yes. is weird. And you like York peppermint patties. But yes. I don't care. Zero bars, <laughs> whatchamacallits, Baby Ruth's. York peppermint patties. What do you have against Sugar Baby daddies. Ruth's? Sugar daddies are great. It's caramel. What that supposed to mean? It's just caramel. It's what? caramel on a stick. Yeah. That's disrespectful to the stick. How is <laughs> Like How just is eat it? your just put caramel. If you can't just put the caramel in your mouth, you you just a spectacle you, now. You could get sugar babies. Those are the ones in the box. No, those are like those are like caramel jelly beans. Yeah. That's horrible. Is it a sugar babies or a sugar daddy on a stick? No. <laughs> don't do it in I'm just saying, it tells you something about the people. I ain't telling you what, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they had a disgruntled childhood if they eat these candy bars, if you th- if you ask me. I don't eat chocolate. Oh, Boston baked beans, lemon heads. I eat lemon All them little 25 cent box candies. But I like You were poor. Heads. I was. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it, it tells you about something about these people. <laughs> you know, I, I never ate Boston baked beans because I didn't know what the fuck they were. I've never eaten them. What are they? Like, I don't even know what they're supposed to taste like. It just seems weird. It's, so. just, like, it's just like peanuts with sugar on top of them. Oh, That's mm-hmm. it. No, I ain't never ate those. But lemon heads, I fuck with lemon heads to this day. You can get one of the dollar boxes now with the I I would eat lemon heads all day, every day. If the whole throughout it was the lemon part. Inside is this little stupid white thing <laughs> that don't taste like nothing but disappointment. The first time I ate a lemon head, I was like, uh oh, sour all the way through. <laughs> and then I got to this white part. I'm like, what the hell is this? I spit it out to the ground. I said, it's white. It's not yellow anymore. I was disappointed. I 
had eaten them my whole life, so I I don't think I ever had an expectation that they were gonna be. And I crunch them. If you you see you sucking them, you have to crunch them. You have to bite them so that you had a lemon and a sweet. If I was homophobic, I'd say I don't suck nothing. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not, so continue. You have to crunch them because you get the lemon and the sweet together. If you take all the lemon off, the yeah, you just got a white. Well, I want a whole rock lemon. Of sugar. I want a whole lemon. There, I don't even know that there was anything that it, you better get some of that grandma candy. Well, that's why I don't eat them. Lemon drops. Okay, I don't eat them. <laughs> what? Uh, what's them chicks? Uh, they like they like brown and white. They got stripes on them. Chico sticks or something oh, like no, that? Oh, no, Chico sticks are orange. You're thinking oh, yeah. of, um, oh, the, what are them things called? I eat both of those. They're good. <laughs> well, you don't eat chocolate, okay? Your, so, your yeah. candy bar options are limited, okay? I've you got to take what you can get, all right? access to, like, tons of non-chocolate candy. So, I love Chico sticks. Those are the orange ones. It's orange and coconut. I don't know what the orange is, but they have coconut in it. Then those bars that you're talking about are very coconut. It's like peanut butter. Mm-hmm. On the, Those are good. Peanut butter bars, I think is what they're called. I'm not saying that they're not good, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying they are not eating them because they wanted to. That, like the first time you came across those, it wasn't because you wanted to. It's because you got the horrible Halloween candy no, and you end up liking it. My mom eats them and I got them from her. <laughs> Old people also eat black licorice. Ew. Which tastes like, like I imagine that that's what the candy that Death eats. <laughs> like before he take everybody's soul, he'd be like, Where's my licorice? Just eat the licorice and then touch you and you die. She doesn't eat black licorice. Dying probably smell like black licorice. <laughs> like when you die, I feel like that's what you're going to smell. Unless you're having a stroke, then you're going you to smell eggs. Are, you know that there are people that like black licorice. I'm I not know. one of them. I don't eat black licorice. It tells you something about them. First off, they don't care if their mouth is black and got black bits all in it. So they don't really care about their smile and how people perceive them. Second, it stink. So they don't really care that their breath is going to smell like, you know, hot tires. All right. Okay. It does not smell like hot tires. Cold tires then. But it don't smell like shit you to be putting in your mouth. No, it doesn't. I mean, I wish, look, black licorice and black jelly beans, I don't fuck with them. So if I meet somebody who eat black licorice, then I already know that they hung out with their great grandparent a lot. I guess there are young people that eat black licorice. Yeah, because they great grandma <laughs> used to eat it, and they used to spend time with her, and that's all they had. That, that only semblance of something that was sweet I w- was look, black licorice. I have a candy addiction. I eat candy literally every day of my life. I'm not joking. I have candy every day, and as somebody who eats candy every day, I can tell you, if my only option was black licorice, I wouldn't have candy that day. I wouldn't eat that shit. Like, even if it was my only option, I just wouldn't eat it. I have a cookie. Or, like, I would have, like, or nothing. I would have nothing. But I wouldn't eat no fucking black licorice. Like, if that's my only option, it ain't, that ain't no option. Just saying. Simple questions. Don't, all I'm saying is don't rule out the simple questions. Yeah. But pay attention. Pay attention to people's behavior. You know, I did this even before I became a therapist. I've always observed people's behavior and drawn conclusions from that. Um, and it probably is because I've been watching ID channel for the longest that may have something to do with why I pay attention to shit. Cause I feel like you have to, when you first meet somebody, you think any of these bitches that had, you get murdered by these motherfuckers thought when they met that nigga that he was going to murder them. Usually not. <laughs> it's a progression. I pay attention in the beginning. Cause I don't want to get to murder Bay. I don't want to get there. I don't want to get to the murder. I, I want to get out before the murder. So pay attention. Just 
be be mindful of 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 the people that you're going out with and the behaviors that they have and you know i don't do that if i see some strange shit i'm out i'm not trying to die i'm just not it's not worth it you need to take a, a drug test with you a little quick dip test <laughs> you know Make them do it. Okay, that might be a little far. You know. Would you, if somebody brought a drug test to a first date with you, would you take it? Hell yeah, I passed that bitch with flying colors. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. I happily take it. <laughs> I mean, oh, you want to know if I'm taking drugs? Give me that thing. <laughs> I would pass it too, but I would be kind of weirded out by the fact that you take drug tests on first date. They're like, who didn't burn you? See, my then I'm going to who didn't burn you so bad? <laughs> That now you're like, let me drug test these bitches because I'm not getting another crackhead. I'm not getting I'm another crackhead. That is an extreme. <laughs> if I would date somebody for a long period of time and found out she was snorting cocaine, <laughs> would you then go on all your next first dates and be like, drug test real quick? I just ask some questions. <laughs> I I try to trick them. I'd be like, Ugh, been a long time since I had a hit of cocaine. <laughs> Eye contact. <laughs> Why do you do drugs? Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> you know. Just pay attention out here. That's all I'm saying. I got a bump on me right now. See, you fell for my trap. <laughs> this date is over. You paying for yourself. Bye. She ain't gonna have no money. She just got a bump of cocaine. She spent that money on the coke. And then they're gonna be she gonna be washing dishes in the back. <laughs> Which they don't let you do. No, they don't. I don't know why. I don't know why that's the thing. They it, don't let you wash dishes. Maybe they used to like old school. Everybody, if you served at a restaurant, everybody got that joke. <laughs> I guess I'll be washing dishes in the back. <laughs> I always be like, sir, you don't want to go into that dish room. I promise you. <laughs> washing dishes ain't like washing it at home at a restaurant. First oh, off, you're gonna no. be back there with a dude with a black and mile behind his ear. <laughs> Number one, rapping the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> who had never cared about no job he ever had but this was his opportunity this is his chance to do good and stay out of jail that's that's who you'll be working with and you don't want to do that that's fucking hilarious just pay attention out here that, that's my public service announcement uh if you have a question that you would like for us to discuss you have a situation you would like for us to weigh in on whatever it is send it in to the uh conversation card artist gmail account which is conversation card artist at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. Shoot us a message. We'll, we'll get back to you. Uh, since we were talking about, I mean, this, I guess it's not really homophobia. So I don't know if you remember Star Jones' husband. Um, is Star Jones the woman that was big but then got little? Yeah. Okay. He's got a big old head now. Uh, she his always name, had a big old head. She just had the body to match. Yeah, but it looked like way bigger when your body yeah. looked like a lollipop. Exactly. Um. So Al Reynolds was her husband, and let me see what he looked like. Al Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a gecko. Oh Jesus! He yeah, he kind of does. Uh so they 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 broke up, but he looked when, like his skin see through. Oh Jesus! He just yellow. He just real high yellow, like the highest of yellow. <laughs> he looked like gay common. Fuck did you say that? I'm never gonna be able to unsee that. I hate you. Damn it. Damn it. He does. Shit. I love Common. Why would you do that? Well, Common's dating Angela right now, so I you can don't let him care. go. No, because they're just dating. They ain't married. 
they he didn't date a lot of people. They're going to stay together. He didn't date a lot of folks, and it ain't stuck. So Angela might not stick. It ain't over till they get married. Um, I'm calling it. Go for it. <laughs> but so when she married Al, everybody was like, that nigga is gay. And he kept saying he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't. Uh, so they split in um, 2008. And he recently uh, sat down with Radar Online and said that he accepts himself as a bisexual man. So he likes men and women. Uh, he said, ever since I have been in the public eye, people have been speculating on my sexuality. And speculating is a kind word for how it actually played out. With anger and disdain, people have been calling me out as gay, closeted, a sham, and even nastier, much nastier. Uh, he said he grew up in a black church and that it made it even harder for him to come to terms with his sexuality as a black man that message and the hate and homophobia will multiply to the ninth degree i saw no path out that would resolve my personal feelings with my deeply held and ingrained religious beliefs this uh internal dissonance was a powerful thing like a cancer eating at one's soul this resulted in some tough times homelessness unemployment dependence on drugs and alcohol public assistance and at the center of it all a deep deep shame i mean you know so here's the thing about al um, coming on as bisexual bisexuality absolutely exists but there is a portion of the uh, public that thinks that it's an excuse people use and so what happens is sometimes some people that are not comfortable coming out as gay will come out as bisexual because it's easier for their families. Cause like if you're, if you're a fan, if you're a mother or a father who your son is coming out and telling you that they like men, uh, the person feels like it'll be easier for you to accept that. Well, I like women too, but I just also like men. And so what you have is sometimes people will use that as a, a leaping board for coming out. Um, the example I can give of this is I watch a lot of YouTube, and one of the YouTubers that I follow, his name is Trey Melvin. You can look him up on YouTube. Trey Melvin came out as bisexual about a year and a half ago, I think. Made a big old deal about it. Made a whole, long, you know, dramatic-ass YouTube video about it, and everybody was congratulating him and all of this shit. Fast forward a year and a half. And now he's come out as gay and said that he didn't originally come out as gay because he felt like he was going to alienate his base too much and bisexual was a safer way of coming out, which pissed off the bisexuality community because they already get shit about you're not really bisexual, you're gay, you just don't want to say that you're gay. And so people like him who use bisexuality as a springboard for actually coming out eventually hurts bisexuality because then people point and say well look at trey melvin he said he was bisexual too but now he's saying he's just gay um so you know i'm not surprised that al reynolds is bisexual at all because everybody was like he gay like start what you're doing he gay um <laughs> so you know he I, I guess i just wanted to use this as a, a conversation about bisexuality and like the shit that they get because there are a lot of people that don't believe it's a thing they believe either you're straight or you're gay, that you can't actually have feelings for both. Well, those are people who don't believe that sexuality is a spectrum. Mm -hmm. And I believe that sexuality is a spectrum, and you can be at any point on that spectrum. Some 
are people are a hundred percent on the male side of the spectrum. Some are a hundred percent on the uh, female side of the spectrum, but you know, there is a spectrum nonetheless mm-hmm. in which I believe you can be in the middle. Well, I, what I'll say is if you're going to come out, come out, come out as what you are. Don't try to use springboards and because then you hurt those people. Pe- those bisexual people fucked his mentions up. They was mad as fuck <laughs> at him for doing this because he's a fairly larger YouTuber with a large platform. And so you've told this large platform that you have that you use bisexuality as a springboard. That you were never truly bisexual, but you felt like people would be more comfortable with that idea than that you're. And here's the thing: after this nigga came, I, you know, I believe bisexuality is a thing. But when he came out as bisexual, I was like, that nigga is lying. He's gay. The reason being, prior to him coming out as bisexual, you know, he didn't have any kind of feminine, um, any kind of feminine characteristics about him. Like you wouldn't look at him and 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 be like. Mm, he kind of suspect when he came out as bisexual full-blown flamboyant gay man like it went like a switch and so like when he like turned that over that leaf like that i was like oh he gay like he gay he's not bisexual because bisexual would have just meant he'd have still been who he was it wouldn't have completely changed the way that it did he was like openly talking about relationships with men openly talking about past relationships with men hanging out with a whole lot more gay people like it he completely changed over and so i was like that nigga's not bi he's just gay and not ready to tell people and a year and a half later he finally came out and was like he's just gay and you know people was like well duh nigga like i'm talking about flamboyant like if you look at his older videos and then the videos after he came out as bisexual the change is so drastic like he had been putting on this huge act prior to coming out as bisexual just be what you are if you bisexual okay if you're gay fine because here's the thing if you think your family is going to be more accepting of you because you're saying that you like both sexes instead of just saying that you like the same sex you're wrong (laughs) if they have a problem with you if you're a guy fucking other men it don't matter if you also like women they're there because what happens is you give them the hope that you're going to end up with a woman like yeah he likes dudes but we still have a chance for him to have this like regular and i'm th- putting up air quotes regular life uh and you just eventually gonna it's gonna still be a problem just be what you are that's just be honest with yourself and with other people and don't be out here fucking shit up for people bisexual people they got enough shit as it is with people not believing that it's a thing and then when you have people that use it to pacify the people in their life instead of just saying, hey, I'm gay, then you just add to the shit that they have to deal with. Just be honest. Be what you are. And, and you know, if you're, if you're really not interested in women, don't be putting your meat in the women's, okay? <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. Like, don't use a knife to open up the can. Nigga, okay? I hate you so much. It's a can opener for that. All right, oh. go do what you do. Go go do what knives do. All right. I hate you so much. I'm just saying. No, I mean I agree because you know there's not a lot of things that I would go to prison for. You know I talk a lot of shit, but at the end of the day, there are not a lot of there are not a lot of things that would get me upset to the point where I might take a human life. Me getting married and having kids, and then this nigga coming and telling me, you know, two kids saying that he's gay and has been gay. 
I'm going to fuck you up. I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to have to because you used me and now I got to deal with this fallout. Our kids got to deal with this fallout and figure out how the fuck we're going to go on because you couldn't be honest with yourself. I'm going to fuck you up. Now, how bad I fuck you up, I don't know. It might be prison time involved. Depends it depends on, on if he tells you that uh, he was thinking about Wesley Snipes while y'all was having oh, sex. Oh, nigga. <laughs> he will die. <laughs> I will kill him. Not a lot of things. Not a lot of things. Most stuff that I get upset about, I'm able to rationalize through. I don't get upset, like, super upset. Like, I might cuss you out, but, like, that's going to be the extent of it. And even that, me cussing you out, it takes... I'm gonna get to a certain point before even that happens. Using me as your fucking beard, I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna fuck you up because it's not fair to me. You weren't honest with yourself. You weren't honest with me. We built an entire life based around a lie. And now you wanna go run off into the sunset with Bob. No, nigga, that's not how this works. You don't get to shatter my life and then go off and live yours. Not how this works. At fucking all. Y'all better be out here being honest with yourselves. Because you run across a bitch like me, I'm going to kill you. You're going to die. I'm sorry. You have to die at this point. And it's just if, what has to happen. And if you're dating a dude that got a noodle and, you know, you got to put in a lot of work to get the noodle going, <laughs> then I don't know. I don't know if you should question either, you know. His sexuality oh is up for I question, or his where health. You were going with this noodle shit? I hate you so much. Oh is God. something wrong with his sexuality, or something wrong with his health? <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> Just pay attention. Like I don't listen, and 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 you can fight me on this. I don't really care. I don't date over. Like I know that there are men that grew up around women that. Are, have more feminine characteristics about them and i'm not talking about like cooking that ain't feminine to me what i'm i mean like you running to go shopping before i i get a chance to or you you know just i would not date a guy like that and i wouldn't because for me it's too many questions there because <laughs> the, i don't even think that i would want to date a bisexual man so like even if it's at the end of the day is that he likes men and women and he's not just gay i just it's enough having to come uh compete with these bitches you know what i mean to have to compete with bitches and niggas is too much for me personally that's just my personal thing i i'm not i don't want to date a bisexual man it's too much it's just too much it's too much you got too much to choose from i don't deal with that and then you okay. have to pig him that's never gonna happen nope not pegging you. It's I'm fucking weird. Saying. I ain't gonna have to do shit because we ain't gonna be together. If, if you need that that badly, you need to go get you a real penis. You've already been tricked. How have I been tricked? In your scenario, you married and you got kids with him. Yeah, You're gonna but, be like, look, you might as well go on no, and put this drop on. No. I already bought it for you. No. No. You might as well get the fuck out of my house, you and this strap on. Bye. That's cause for divorce for me. Cause now I'm looking at you like what the fuck at the very least now, I'm gonna feel like you bisexual. And I again have no desire to be in any form of a relationship with somebody that's bisexual. I don't. That's my preference. I don't have anything against bisexual people. And there are plenty of women that would date a bisexual man. I ain't one of them though. It's too much competition. I ain't got time for that shit. I gotta compete with with bitches. I gotta compete with niggas. It's too much. No thanks. I got you. No thanks. Okay, Alabama, raise up. No, 
Please don't, <laughs> don't raise, raise up. up. Sit down. Sit <laughs> your the ass fuck down. All the stadium seats. Um, Roy Moore is an Alabama person. <laughs> I don't know what the hell his role was. I don't know. He was the uh, part of the legislator, chief judge, or something like that. But he's the dude, if you remember, who wouldn't allow same-sex couples to marry mm-hmm. even though, you know, it was granted Supreme Court by the rule. Supreme yes. Court to be able to do that. Yes. And now he's running for a Senate seat. Mm-hmm. Now, what just came out about Judge Roy Moore is that he has an affinity for underage girls. So you out here denying people who are adults and consenting adults that want to get married. You denying them. But meanwhile, you out here fondling 14-year-old girls. This is what makes me mad about some conservatives that have this idea about family values. Family values seems to, tra- to re- translate to any relationship that's between a man and a woman. Like... You had our governor, Mr. Burns, cheating on his wife, <laughs> also opposing like gay marriage because you know men and men shouldn't get married, uh, women and women shouldn't get married. A man should be able to marry a woman and then have a mistress, though. That's fine. Like this shit is so annoying to me. Like you, you tout old family values and all of this, but you don't stand behind that. You just don't, I mean, it, again, family values seem to only translate into men and women. That's all. That's all it takes. That's it. Because you can, you know, cheat on your wife or be involved with 14-year-old girls, apparently. And that's fine. But you, you got an issue with gay marriage because that makes sense. Fuck Roy Moore. So, it turns out that the Washington Post did a huge story mm-hmm. in which they had about 30 corroborating of participants that were willing to go on record to say that Roy Moore had an inappropriate relationship with this 14-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. And that 30 people, and not only that, but he was a, a DA in some county and state, some county back then, that indicated where he was at those times. It indicates that the court case that the girl said she had, they were at the courthouse. That's pretty much the the gist of what happened. Mm-hmm. Now, subsequently, he's had a interview with Sean Hannity in which he did not categorically deny <laughs> that he had inappropriate relationships with underage girls. He pretty much said, that doesn't sound like my character. What? Why, you, why wouldn't you say no? You like know, if somebody accused me of some shit I didn't do, I'm gonna be like, I ain't do that shit. I'm not gonna be like, that don't sound like me. Like what? Well, that's what he did. Cause that, that leads open the door. Well, maybe you was having an off day, but you did that shit. Like now, what happened after that was uh, Curic pulled their advertising from Sean Hannity's show. Oh yeah, and a whole bunch of white people. Stupid, C- broke their destroying their Curics. You the fuck. They got your money already, bitch. <laughs> what are you talking about? That you bought the Keurig. You're basically destroying your own shit. And now you ain't got no way to get coffee. You just and gonna go get your. Yeah, you're not gonna find anything better than the Keurig. No. Out here. No, it's convenient as fuck. All you do is pop in one of them. I have one because I drink a shit ton of coffee. Y'all are stupid. You're not hurting Keurig by doing that. Dumbasses. Now, not only that, but. Uh, an old co-worker of his came out and said that it was common knowledge that Roy Moore dated high school teens. 
another thing that he said about himself is, I never dated anybody underage without their mother's permission. What? Oh my god! I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it's legal to have a relationship with a person younger than eighteen or sixteen if you have the parents' permission to do so. Why is that a thing? I don't know. Why can your parent give consent for you? What? <laughs> Why not? Because they they belong to you. You belong to them. That is, but no, because it's other stuff that they can do to you that the that people will get involved with and that get DHR involved and then get my black ass involved. So you can't just do anything you want to to a child because it's yours. That's not abuse, though. Isn't it? No. How is it not abuse? If the person who you given to don't abuse you. Roy Moore, what? How old was he at the time? Thirty-four. That he, thirty-four with a fourteen-year-old. You don't think that there's some damage that can be done there? Of course. <laughs> I'm just saying it ain't the kind of damage that DHR coming to your house for. It should be. That Maybe. is terrible. That should not be a thing. Parents should not be able to give consent for some thirty-four-year-old man to be fucking around with a fourteen-year-old. The fuck? And it's likely that whatever he was doing all them years ago. He's 70-something, 71 now. Mm-hmm. Whatever he was doing all them years ago, the laws have to have changed to reflect that being frowned upon. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it has. But this goes back to the conversation that we had about Trump because now the political dilemma is this is a special election. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember why they have this special election. Uh, I don't remember why they had a special election, but... Donald Trump came down here to support Roy Moore's mm-hmm. opposition because don't nobody like Roy Moore. No. He always breaking the law. Yep. Which he broke the law when he told him not to marry gay people in Alabama yep. in the courthouses. You know, he's always breaking the law. So a lot of conservatives have never supported Roy Moore. Mm-hmm. Here in Alabama, they supported Luther Strange, uh, which it sounds like he is uh, in Doctor Strange's family. But one, Doctor Strange isn't real, and Luther Strange, if he was real, <laughs> wouldn't be cool enough to be in, in Doctor Strange's family. No. So, uh, he lost, though. Donald Trump came down in support of Luther Strange, and Luther Strange lost to Roy Moore. And the black people in the community, because I was at I was at a uh, an event called Brother Let's Talk, the night of that, uh, the night of that. Special election. Sp- that general election. Mm-hmm. And they said, yes, Roy Moore won. And the reason they were happy was because they knew that the Democrat would be able to beat Roy Moore. So it's crazy like it's crazy to see how a common enemy can be supported for the good of the people cuz all of those people were voting for Roy Moore in the special election so or in the general election so that when the special election came they can vote, they can for, vote for the democrat mm-hmm. because they they wanted the republican that they thought the democrat could win to win mm-hmm. and he did uh, but what what this has shown is that it happens all the time but we have a society right now where a whole bunch of women are accusing a whole bunch of men of stuff mm-hmm. that they did. And I think our society has moved to a point where we're willing to listen. Yeah. And what, but what's happening in the news cycle and amongst politicians is that they're going back to that same old link, uh, dialogue about, you know, why, why it took them 40 years to come out or, or they could have done this at any point. This is just, you know, a witch hunt trying to, you know, discredit this man. Points before this, this election, history, they would not have been listened to. But the dilemma for the Republican Party 
and why they're having this dialogue and that you know well, if he's guilty he should step down the reason that they're not actively pursuing it is because the the margin of the senate that is needed to be a democrat democratic senate is very small mm -hmm. and we are we are talking about february 2018 to when they going to revote for these seats and they are trying to keep as many as possible so that they can keep a republican senate and 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 that's what that trump uh, polarization has done mm -hmm. to where you're trying to please trump but please your base you're trying to make sure you keep as many Republicans as you can. So it's keeping them from calling people on shit that need to be called out, including Roy Moore, including Donald Trump, including all of these people with all these Russian contacts. Like they are not trying to call this stuff out because they don't want to connect Russia to some of this stuff, even though it's obviously there. They don't yep. want to connect uh, uh, sexualization of young children to Roy Moore because he's a Republican that's looking for that seat. And so... Uh, Roy Moore is just an old creepy dude who don't need to be on anybody's Senate. Nope. I think what they really kind of want to happen is to just, they want Roy Moore to win and then they'll expel him from the Senate, which they can do. It's a lot of steps to do, but then from their perspective, it won't be a Democrat at that point. Yeah. You know, they have to run later, but I don't know. Uh, Roy Moore sucks ass. Yes. You can go ahead. So, Dallas news anchor Demetria Obler. Obler. I think that's how you say it. Obler. Mm. Anyhow, is a Demetria. gorgeous, gorgeous African American uh, woman who does, I think she does like the, um, I want to say she does something with she the does uh, a weather, weather segment. Yeah, she does a weather segment. So she got some hate from this old hating ass white lady saying that she's not going to watch the, the news anymore there because, you know, this woman is a size 16 and wears size six clothes and it's, it's disgusting. When I, first of all, when I tell you that this woman is gorgeous and she has the body that a lot of these bitches are out here paying for and injecting fix a flat in they in they ass and shit to get, this is the natural version of that. She naturally has a very curvy body. White woman and your white tears. Kick rocks. This woman has done nothing to nobody. Her clothing is not inappropriate. It fits snug, but her body is one of them body types where, like, she'd have to put a sack on for it. Not because she curvy. That's just what happens when you have curvy. And I know the white lady that made these comments probably don't know that life because she's probably built like a number two pencil. So, in your world, it's probably very easy for you to wear baggy shit. Okay? She might be built like Jabba the Hood. <laughs> Still, you get a moo moo. Or you, you, when you're curvy, trying to find a dress that is not going to accentuate your curves is very difficult because either you're going to have to buy it big enough where it's going to like be too uh, over go over your hips but then it's going to be too big up top or you buy it to fit up top but then it's going to be real tight and going to go over your hip like that's just the life of being curvy and for you to say that she looks disgusting like bitch please and so a lot of people came out she even the anchor came out and was like you know this is how i'm built i not gonna let you body shame me and make me feel bad about it 
you know, the people that I work for don't have a problem with the way that I dress. Nobody else has said shit about this to this white lady decided to make this post because she ain't shit. And let me see. Let me find what she said. Because it was so fucking stupid. Here we go. Oh, damn it. It was a video. I need to just find the, um, just mad. Okay. Her name is Jan Shedd. I'm sure she took her Facebook down because I know people fucked all her mentions up um, from this. Has anyone seen Channel 8's new morning traffic reporter? Her name is Demetra Oblor. I don't know how to say her name. And she's a size 16, 18 woman in a size 6 dress. And she looks ridiculous. I understand that when I watch Channel 8, I'm going to get biased reporting and political correctness. But clearly they have taken complete leave of their senses. I'm not going to watch Channel 8 anymore. Bitch, like somebody care. Like, and look, that you you can't, it, on, when she's on the screen. I just went to her Instagram. You can't even see her leg. Like, you see the top of the dress. It's not inappropriate. There's nothing inappropriate about how she's dressed. She just got curves, Jan. You just mad, Jan. Jan need to watch Triple N, the Nun <laughs> News Network. <laughs> where they cover their whole bodies. Up. Like, Shut the fuck up. Like, first of all, what makes me, this is, again, what makes me mad. White people love to take our characteristics and use them in a way that they see fit, but then act like they're disgusting when they're on us naturally. You know, Angelina Jolie had these lips, and now that's like this thing. All big lips are beautiful. But before y'all had bullshit to say, because we're born with naturally larger lips. Same shit with these asses. All of these people, white women included, are going to getting their asses done. And you mad because we don't have to necessarily do that. Some of us be going ridiculous. They, you have an ass and then you want to get out here and do some K. Michelle type shit. But that has just been the nature of it. You like, you, you are envious of us and your envy turns into this ugly, ugly thing where you talking shit about this news anchor who ain't never did shit to nobody she all doing her job and minding her fucking business and jan you should try to do the same thing mind your business mind your business instead of out here attacking people for no fucking reason at all there is nothing inappropriate about what that lady had on or imagining a reason yeah and being frustrated for no reason yep that's ridiculous um, that lady is what we would call thick. Yeah, thicker than the McDonald's shake when they give you the little straw by accident. <laughs> you know they got two size straws. Oh Jesus! The ones for drinks and the ones for shakes. She is so pretty. She has a pleasant face. Like she's just a cute girl. I don't see any problem with this at all. She thick. That's all that is. I mean, you know, it, you know, white people in America have a history of just over sexualizing the bodies of brown people mainly black people if you're a black man then you're just a sexual beast looking to have sex with women and if you're <laughs> a black woman then you know and you got a curvy body then you know it's it's automatically sexualized in the eyes of white people it's just always been like that. And I think this is just a representation of that. To look at that woman's curves and automatically equate it to something that's inappropriate, it's just, just a, a part of that. 
part of that dialogue. Cause ain't shit she gonna be able to do about this. She just got hips. That's what happens. Yeah. Again, there, I, I'm newly to the hip game because I didn't have any before. But I can tell you that finding clothes, like a dress, again with a dress, if I find a dress that fit up top, it's going to be a little snugger in my hip because you can't, or if I get it to fit the lower half of my body, then it's going to be baggy and look stupid up top. Like it's a, it, it, it's a difficult thing. And I'm nowhere near as curvy as this lady. So I could just imagine what her struggle is. Because she's way curvier than I am. So, Jan, shut up. That's I mean, really, that's all I have to say. Bitch, sit down. Um, I'm sure she's disabled her, her Facebook. Because I know people, like, went in on her. I can, that's mm-hmm. what we do. Um, and she posted it on Facebook. So, yeah. But um, Demetria, Demetria said that she had gotten a lot of love. A lot of people were like, shit, Gabrielle Union reposted the story and like said something so there was a lot of celebrities that spoke out against it and so she received a lot of love it wasn't you know she she didn't get everybody saying co-signing jane bullshit basically so fuck jan jan go jump off a cliff okay meek mill (sighs) free meek meek mills is in jail now yes why is Meek Mills in jail, Mr. On Point? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. The reason that Meek Mill is in jail because he violated his probation. Yes. And there is a lot of dialogue about Meek Mills' sentence. And to the point that they're having a rally for Meek Mills yeah. in Philadelphia yep. about his sentence. Yep. So Meek Mills on probation, you know, on probation, you gotta follow all the laws, apparently, mm-hmm. and then you gotta uh which is ridiculous. Obey the laws. And then, <laughs> you know, you've got a drug test. You got to have clean tests. Mm-hmm. He basically got two to four years in jail for popping wheelies in New York on a motorbike, a, a fight that he got into in an airport, and then fell in his drug test. All things that he could have not done. And everybody is really adamant about making sure this jug knows that they do not approve of of Meek Mill to the point that they've planned a rally for this man. Here's the thing. A lot of celebrities. Part of it is people are like, well, you know, look at look up Brock, the, Brock, the story on Brock Turner and how they did, you know, he got like too much. And we all know that the, the justice system is not evenly based and we know that we tend to get a lot harsher sentences. But what y'all are failing to acknowledge is that this is all shit that Meek could have like he could have just sat the fuck down, like this like popping wheelies in New York, nigga, still doing drugs where you know that you on probation. Like these are all things that he, fighting in the airport, fighting in the airport in this day and age is as tough as they is on the airport shit now. Like this is all shit that could have been avoided if he just sat the fuck down. Like y'all are not acknowledging his responsibility in this. It's like they're just they're just being mean to Meek. He violated his probation in three different ways. What the fuck? Well, you know, I'm a bit torn in the situation. I definitely agree with what you're saying, but there is a component to when African American men are put in front of judges to be faced with probation. Oh, yeah violations yeah. they get more time than their That's white counterparts even more 
more of a reason to sit the fuck down. Again, I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm saying it's what we know. It's the same reason why you try to avoid getting pulled over by the police because you know the shit probably ain't going to go the same way as if a white man got pulled over. These are things that have been known. These are things that we have been seeing. So therefore, you should be doing what you can to avoid having to even fuck with these people because you know they're not going to have your best interests at heart and you know they're going to try to make an example out of you. Again, he went this he didn't get caught doing like some shit that could have been avoided or like trying to help somebody and it got turned into he was doing stupid shit. Sit down. Like, yes, the justice system has always been biased and it's always been unequal when it comes to us. That's more of a reason for you to just avoid having to fuck with these folks. I don't know, but but that is a reason for there to be a call of arms to bring this in the in the light i mean it's always been there for us but hasn't been there for other people and we have an environment where we're progressing you know we don't we haven't had an environment that would listen to women right Mm -hmm. and now we're we're having people who are listening to women first and taking action Mm -hmm. based on that Uh, i don't know if race is exactly that but the justice system I would just like for the the thing that we pull forward to be actual, and not to say it ain't a travesty, but do you know how many other like sick like Meat Mills got two to four years for violating his probation? Do you know how many niggas is like it? I just this ain't. I just I don't want to rally behind this. Like I want to rally behind the person that got pulled over and incarcerated for some bo- some fuck shit off top anyway if we went for nelson mandela's ass to get in get locked up then we gonna we gonna be well, waiting it don't a long have time. to be nelson mandela but it also don't have to be meek mill who didn't who actually did violate so let me well, ask you this much- would it have made a difference if the sentence was lower if the sentence had been one to two years if it had been a different sentence or are we saying he shouldn't be punished at all for violating his what are we saying what is it that we're asking for what is it that we're upset about are they upset that he got punished at all or are they saying that his sentencing was too harsh? So his if they, sentencing was very harsh. So if they lower, if it was one to two years, would people have been okay with it? I hope not, because the issue ain't that this happening to Meek Mills. The issue that this is happening to a whole bunch of black men who we don't know their names because it's happening, and we don't know enough to rally behind them about this. I mean, like that's the issue. I mean, I'm looking at Meek Mills as the catalyst for bringing to light this situation. I can give a damn if Meek Mill get less time. But if this makes some part of our society start looking into how uh, probation violation uh, time works, then we need people to do that. If this makes judges say, well, I need to make sure that I sentence white and black people the same, as far as these violations, we need we need that. I don't know. Because if, if it turns out that this judge doesn't send, because the judge that gave, uh, what's that dude that had, um, he killed those people in that truck. What did they call it that he had? Begin with an A. The I got too much money disorder. Oh yeah, affluenza. Affluenza. Uh, the same judge who gave that white boy off when he killed a bunch of people from mm-hmm. intoxicating himself sentenced another boy harshly because he got into a street fight. The person fell and hit their head on the sidewalk and died. Mm-hmm. You know, so it would be important to see what this judge's history of sentencing is on probation violation. Did that change the guy who got got locked up for killing the dude accidentally? Say what? Did that 
help him? No, no, they happened before the if affluenza, and then you know the affluenza. No, but kid. I'm after affluenza, after people realize the difference, and did they go and readdress his case? No. The guy that okay, no, and no, that no. was like a. All I'm saying is. Meek Mills' history is not one that's gonna like we can rally, they can throw these rallies and all of this shit. It don't have to be Nelson Mandela, but I don't think it's gonna be Meek Mill either. I don't think that he gonna be the catalyst. I just don't. Maybe don't he will it, be. I don't think it's about Meek Mills. It's just about like this is the time when people have decided to scream about something and people gotta start looking at that thing that people are screaming about. But they're gonna make it about Meek Mills. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Well, they, why that's they why do, they always do that. Like that. That's not going to be new. But I'm just saying that there there are other there could be better candidates for this than Meek Mills. This don't have nothing to do with Meek Mills. But they're gonna it, you it, to you. It don't have nothing to do with Meek Mills. For the people that are screaming about Meek Mills, maybe it don't have nothing to do with Meek Mills. But for the dissenters. It's absolutely going to have something to do with Meek Mill. So I don't think we could just say it ain't got nothing to do with him and not acknowledge that the other side is going to make it about him. Because they are. So if Meek Mill spent every bit of this four years in jail, even after all of this outcry, you don't think that this judge is going to think twice about when she get ready to send it somebody else? You don't think other judges in that area no. are going to think twice Maybe about it? Maybe if it's another celebrity. Because what, what you said just before this about the fact that it happens to people we don't know their names... It's going to continue to happen to the people that we don't know their name. This is happening because it's Meek Mills, because he's popular. Do I think that she's going to think twice about Joe Blow off the street? No, because she don't have to. Well, it don't have to be her. Or it anybody can be, else. No, it can, be, it can be the district attorneys. It can be the assistant DAs. It can be the lawyer. All it's going to take is some community uh, organizers who say, hey, this is a problem. Why that white man only got three months for violating his probation mm -hmm. the same way and, and, and so, this man got two years, two to four years. Like, it's about raising the awareness. It don't have to be at the top end, but at some point in these systems and in these situations, people start taking accountability. Maybe. We'll I see. mean, I I, I think point. that it, they would think twice about any high-profile cases, but they can continue to do... Because you're right, people don't know these other people's names, and people are not making rallies for these no-name people and so if she or anybody else continues to do this and we don't address those no-name people and we only address it when it is somebody like me Mills, what incentive do they have to do better they don't all she has to do is not let this happen with another high profile case and nobody will think twice about her ever again it's because it's meat meals well I think once the knowledge is put out there about what probation is supposed to look like. They know what it's supposed to look no, like. They just don't, don't I care. don't even know what it's supposed to look like. I don't even know what the general ruling for probation is. But I tell you, all these people speaking out, the TIs and all these people, they got to know. Because that, they done been it's, dealing it's with it. It's different for them with the notoriety that they have. Like, I'm, I just don't think that it's – I don't think a jail stay for Meek Mill or for T.I. or for Lil Wayne is going to be the same for you and me if we got locked up. It's not going to be the same. Probation is not going to be treated the same because we don't have the money to fight the system the way that they do. So are they going to be mistreated than another white celebrity? Yes. Are they going to be treated the same way as another black person that's non-celebrity? No, I don't think that they know what it looks like for regular people. I don't, because they're not. They are celebrities. So for them, the justice system is still fucked up, but it's a little less fucked up than it would be for Joe Blow down the street. But that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the people that are going to be representing celebrities. I'm talking about the people who 
are educated about this because of what's going on with Meek Mills, and they take this to when it's happening to the people who can't afford legal counsel. It's got to translate to those people, though. It can't just be about Meek Mill. It's going to have to translate down to those folks. Then what we're going to have to see is what this march is about. If this march is about free Meek Mill, then yeah, that's a problem. If this march is about we need to look at the system mm-hmm. and how this system treats black people versus white people, Meek Mill happen to be somebody who's gone through that, then that's different. Yeah. And so that's the one I'm talking about. I That's the think, march I'm talking about. I think that it is going to be a march specific to Meek Mill. Bro, right? if all these I, if all these celebrities come out and just say Meek Mill, Meek Mill, Meek Mill, and I'm I don't give a fuck about none of them no more. I don't even <laughs> give a fuck who they is. Like like I said, they, yeah, they did the same thing with Weezy. They didn't march for Weezy, but like everybody that got interviewed at around that time, free Weezy. That's what we do. For whatever reason, you could kill eighteen people. Your your cousin could go to jail, y'all, and make shirts and shit. Yeah, they cousins. Free bubble. They cousins do. It don't matter. I ain't making no goddamn free bubble <laughs> shirt. You kill somebody, your ass need to be locked up. I don't give a damn. I want to protect protect myself from your ass. I don't care about. I would protect my you cousin. Out. Look, my cousin could do some fuck shit tomorrow. I ain't wearing no goddamn shirt. You shouldn't have did that shit, nigga. The fuck I look like out here waving flags and shit for you and you out here murdering people no well there is going to be something that happens in our society that makes us listen to the issues with the justice system this might not be it but it's going to happen and shit, it we need to happen sooner than later we had a whole list of, of black people getting murdered by the police and then they ain't still like they made them wear that the cameras and then niggas don't have the cameras on when the white lady got that's killed. A, that's like, a different battle. Like, how is it different? It's still the justice system and black people being mistreated. It's a different killed. context to the justice system. It's uh, less accountability for police officers because for the police officers, that's just a job. It's you less know? accountability for the judges who, for the who judge, hand that's down an elected, these things. That's an elected position. If somebody else come out and tell tell the community, hey, uh, they, the way that they giving out probation violations is ass, um, we're going to change that, then she's going to have to change her narrative. Police officers just working a job. They don't got to do shit but go out there and do what they think they're supposed to be doing and fuck up at it like they do sometimes. <laughs> we'll so, I mean, that, I mean it's, it's issues all along the spectrum of the justice, justice system. But police and judges is a different situation, in my opinion. They all under the umbrella of fucked up justice system, mm-hmm. but they different parts of it. Um, Tyrese uh, is going to represent himself. Tyrese IQ is low. <laughs> I'm not gonna use any negatively connotated words that would uh, that would be politically incorrect and He's offensive. Stupid is what. <laughs> His IQ is not very high. Well, him and his low IQ are going to represent some him. marbles. He going to represent himself in his child custody case. Well, in the child abuse trial. He has decided he would be the best person to uh, to represent himself. Tyrese is stupid. You well, know what else he did? Yeah, look. but He wore some Chuck Taylors to the court. In order to, as a silent protest to all the fathers who had their children taken away from them. Why are Chuck's a silent? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, he's correlating things like a a child. Well, you know the saying is, 
any person that represents themselves has a fool for a client and an idiot for a lawyer. You do not have the background or the education to represent yourself in any kind of a trial, Tyrese. I don't, I wouldn't represent myself. I would go and get representation because I don't have the background and I don't have the education to represent myself in a trial. And then you're right. He does have a low IQ. So he really don't have the background to represent himself. This is going to be a shit show. He going to get up there saying all of this fake deep shit that he be saying in these Twitter videos and shit. And the case he gonna lose horrifically horrifically because you don't agree with what your lawyer is telling you you decide that you just gonna represent yourself and that's a good idea it's not it's never ne don't represent yourself it's never a good idea. it's never a good idea this dumb dumb ain't even played a lawyer on tv <laughs> he ain't played nothing on tv but a criminal He's going to take on the court. And, like, the court is going to be harder on you because you're representing yourself, too. Like, the judge is going to be a lot harder. The other uh, attorney is going to be objecting to most of the shit you're saying because you don't know the rules of court because you're not a lawyer. <laughs> you don't have a background. She's going to be like, uh, are you sure you want to defend yourself, yep. sir? Yep. They yep. ask you. Well, here's your deal, though. <laughs> and she's going to hold up a pack of lube and be like, this is for just, you know, when you're black. You get the dildo and the lube, but we fuck you anyway. But, you know, you're definitely fucking yourself with no lube yeah. by doing this. Yep. It's the it's never a good idea to represent yourself because you do not know. Again, you don't know the rules of court. So, like, when they're making objections, you're not going to know whether or not it's a valid objection or not. You're not going to be able to make an argument for Like, you just don't know. And you're not going to not know that because... You don't have the knowledge. You you're not gonna know that because your IQ is a sixty nine, <laughs> and you're just not gonna understand the words. Too many syllables. Oh my god! Like I want to be in the courtroom when he represents himself because I feel like it would just be very amusing to watch because it's gonna be a shit show. It's gonna be a shit show. What more do you want from me? <laughs> He's gonna take my baby. Uh, like that's what he gonna do the whole time. <laughs> this is gonna be so bad. Like you fire your attorney, or you, he they uh, filed a motion for substitution of representation is what it's called. But he basically fired his lawyer and has decided to represent himself. And it's probably because his lawyer probably told him, hey, you're not helping your case by making these motherfucking videos and shit. Like his lawyer probably got into his ass about how he's been uh, handling this in the public view. And he ain't like that shit. I don't know. That's the best case scenario. <laughs> the worst case scenario is that he been telling his lawyer that's just good discipline I was doing to my child. <laughs> I mean, hang you ever put your knee and your kids back before and hit in the face a couple of times? You know, she gonna be better for this. And a woman, you know, you know you gotta put your hands on women every now and then so they respect you. You know, I mean, I don't think nothing I did was wrong. And the lawyer's like, your ass ain't getting your kid back, number one. Okay. Number two, your, your lady, you shouldn't have did that shit to her. Number three, you need some depression medication. Yeah. Because you crazy. 
and your IQ is 69. <laughs> I just, uh, it's going to be, I mean, we already, I, I already know what the outcome of this is going to be. They're going to probably be granted a restraint. Oh, they already have a restraining order. He ain't going to be able to see his child, period, point blank, end the story. And if his wife got any sense about herself, because she's currently pregnant, get out while you can, ma'am. Run. Run now. Go on, just get out. Just go on, get out now while this is going on. While he already got this case pending, just go on and file your divorce paperwork and get the fuck out so that this ain't you. How old is daughter? Eight. So that this ain't you eight years from now. Just go on, get out now. Because his wife is pregnant, his new wife. The one he said was a black queen and she's not black. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. He also uh, put out a video talking about that he don't have a mental illness and that the depression medication that people told him to get on, he had a, that's what was having him act weird. First of all, depression is a mental illness. And so if you're taking depression medication, you're depressed. <laughs> that is a mental illness. Secondly, what kind of a reaction is that to a depression medication because all the depression medications that I've seen that have side effects it's usually you know you you might be lethargic or uh, it might push you you know they they have a black box warning about it might increase suicide ideation so you have to be cautious about that especially when you first start taking it ain't no leakage and, oh what there is not. That is not a thing. What what depression medication has anal leakage? I don't know. Okay. Some medications have anal Some of them do, but not depression medication. But it, it ain't nothing like your behavior is going to turn into what he did. Yeah, no, none of them none of them side effects say no. you might go on Instagram <laughs> and press the record button and say some shit that's going to make you seem like you got a mental illness. Yeah. That, that, that ain't in the side effects. That list. is not a defi- Now, if he was taking medication for bipolar disorder... Or if he stopped taking medication for bipolar disorder, this might have been him in a manic state. That maybe makes sense. Or if he had borderline personality disorder. But what he probably got. Yeah. Depression, though? No. Ain't no depression medication made you act like that. That's not... It doesn't even tap into the part of your brain that would create a situation where you would act like that. No. They don't diagnose men with bipolar. They don't? Not bipolar, borderline personality disorder. They don't? Uh, no, it's mostly women. What the fuck? It's yeah. a lot of bi- like, uh, borderline motherfuckers running is, around out if here. You read, if you read the research as it pertains to borderline, the diagnosis of borderline, it's, but it's because, it, because it's a mass of men explaining off behaviors in women that they don't understand through saying that it's borderline personality And borderline personality, people with borderline personality are very emotional and emotions are tied very closely to women. So a woman that comes in that's emotional, of course, is borderline. They're also attention seeking. Yeah. So when you talk about Tyrese and all this stuff he put up, <laughs> like that picture he put up when he was in the hospital because he had some damn kidney stones acting like he was going to die. Where you feel like you're going to die in his defense. They fucking hurt. I thought I was dying. But I did not, like... That ain't what dying feel like. I don't know what dying feel like. Shit, it don't even feel... So you should have to ask Mr. Poopy Butthole. <laughs> this is this what dying feels like? <laughs> um, They don't feel like what you think they would. 
because they're like these jagged shards of stone going passing through your intestines it actually it's this horrific like sharp shooting pain like i can't even describe it like it's horrific but it's I, like I, getting stabbed by a knife from the inside yes this shit is it is horrible but I wasn't taking pictures and like, like most people don't even know at the, t the time that I had those kidney stones. Most people in my life have no idea that that even happened because shit, I was just in pain and I was just like, stop this right now. Whatever you need to do, let's do it. Cause this shit hurts. Like, and when I got my morphine, I was ready to go home. Me and my brother was talking about that the other day. Cause he was like, soon as that medicine kicked in, I was trying to pull shit. I was like, let's go. I'm ready to go. want to go home. Um, he's very attention seeking. Uh, even his that shit he had with the rock going back and forth because the rock is out here getting money like let that man make his movie Tyrese <laughs> shut the fuck up like he is constantly all of them fake deep videos that he be making about relationships like he, the, he know what the fuck he talking about all of that is attention seeking behavior um, he probably does have borderline personality disorder and what that means for his current wife Bitch, run, run now. All the interactions I've had with people with borderline personality disorder have been unpleasant. They're not pleasant people to 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 interact with. Um I just I got a headache even thinking about it. Just run is my that would be just go on take your little fetus. <laughs> run, run, bitch, run for your life, get some help. <laughs> yes. Leave. Just take your fetus and go, ma'am. Take your fetus and go. That is also a quote from Dave Chappelle. I was not calling anyone a bitch directly. I don't know why people are so like picky about that word. I say bitch at least 10 times a day. Yeah. I just, it, I like it. it. It can be used in so many different ways. Bitch and fuck are by far my two most used curse words. And if anybody tells me that I shouldn't say bitch, you can kick rocks, bitch. <laughs> Damn. I'm gonna say it. I don't give a shit. Um, I guess the last thing I have is just that people out here paying uh, private jets to let them get on there and take pictures. $237. For $237, you can go to a, a landing strip and get on a, a private jet and take a picture to put on Instagram to act like you flying private. Well. Somebody made a business out of poor people's <laughs> poor people's aspirations to be wealthy. There is no way I would pay two hundred thirty-seven dollars just to sit on a plane and take a picture and then get the fuck off. That's of crazy. That is insane. For that amount of money, depending on where I'm going, I can get an actual ticket and fly, bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Sitting on a private plane? No, that's craziness. People are stupid. That's stupid. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. All right. Um, Anything else on your mind? Nope. That's it. All right. Well, until we come kind of the next conversation, we out. Follow.